At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'm Aaron Dash, the man of single black shirt. Hi, she is today. Who's the woman of a billion distractions? And we're here to find out what today, January 23, 2023, is made of. <gasps> it's 2323. 2323. Oh yeah, 123203. Oh All right. Well, guys, we'll be back at 923. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here at 923. We can celebrate then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to forget. That's in 20 minutes. Chat, help us. We are here. Uh, and those of you in, that are listening in the future on the podcast feed, Feel free to join us live in the chat. We go live sometimes. <laughs> well, they if they're in the podcast feed, they know that it's been a few uh, a few minutes a few, uh, before a few we've minute, gone live. Uh, yeah, let's just say that when Danae gets sick or Aaron, Aaron travels, town, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that it always happens to happen on a Monday, and it just sucks. But we've missed you guys so so much. We very um, much, we very much have, and you know, like the end of the year, beginning of the year with holidays, that kind of stuff. It's always insanity, so yep. I can't promise it'll be, be better next holiday season because you no. know my travel schedule over the holidays is wild because I've I also went, got award yeah. stuff that I'm doing. I, I, so. I randomly went to Mexico. You did that, yes. That was unexpected, mm-hmm. but you know when a friend says, "Hey." All all inclusive. Let's all expenses paid trip to Mexico. Do you wanna? You say, yeah, huh? And you go. <laughs> sure. Why but not? But then, but then you know, you you get a migraine and it spills over into your week, and there's just all kinds of things that happen. And just thank you guys so much for being so understanding about us having a wonky schedule. And yet here you are, not just listening in the podcast feed because for some reason you're still subscribing, but also joining us live. And thank for you guys so much. For some reason. For some reason. For some reason you're still, you're still listening. There's probably at least one of you out there that's been listening since the very very <clears throat> beginning. I don't know why you are, but Ooh, thank that's you. That's interesting. That would be an interesting. I would love to hear from someone who has been a part of the podcast feed since since the beginning. Since the beginning, since the you summer know of 2012. At least one, and it's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. Uh, thank you for the comments on my hair. Yeah, it's been so long that uh, my hair has grown quite a bit. Uh, so uh, so yeah, I went. He's doing the Pikes Peak, guys. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm honestly still figuring it out with my His, hair yeah, person. Tell, yeah, tell tell them about who's making the decisions for your hair these days. Well, I've told her from the... Actually, I tell all my hair people this. I, I, I am the canvas. You are the artist. Like, I don't... I genuinely... I have nothing to prove do with stuff. my hair. Just do whatever you think is going to look amazing, look great, whatever. So a couple months ago, about the last time we probably talked to each other on this show, uh, um, I got a haircut and my hairstylist was like, you have such great, thick, like beautiful hair. I don't know why we're cutting it this short. 
She said, like, grow, like, let's do something with it. Like, grow it out. Do you know how many people want this hair? <laughs> That's what she said. She yeah. was like, do you yeah. understand how many clients I have want that, this that hair. want this kind of hair? And I was like, well, I mean, but generally. I don't know what to do with it. Like, what are you going to exactly, do with it? Exactly. Generally, I'm just like, I don't, I don't use product. I don't style. I just, I wake up in a short haircut's easy. I just go, frum, frum, and it's good, you know, one time through with a hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, well, let's try some stuff. And I was like, you're the artist, I'm the canvas. And she's like, we're just gonna grow the top out. And I was like, how much? She's like, we'll see. We'll just keep going until, you know, it, it, ha, we feel ha, like it's good. Do you have a second thought that maybe this person's just lazy? <laughs> you know, and just doesn't wanna anymore? <laughs> right, right. Well, she is, she is still texturing the top. So like she is still doing some work. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. She doesn't strike me as lazy. No, no. And look, I get a great, I get that great like massage gun at the end that the oh, barbers do Oh, they blast you. Okay. Yeah. They've so, all like, got the the, look, I would I would pay I would pay the monies just to go have that happen for a little bit. Um, so man, yeah. that's that's nice. I I got out of sync with my with my hairstylist, and I thought, okay, I, I'm not dyeing my hair. I'm not really doing much with it, like cut wise. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just gonna stop. And then of course, pandemic, there's no going anywhere, and I didn't get back into the rhythm once like uh, restrictions started to lift locally, and then people were. You know, masking but going out, and that whole sort of like re-entry at the very beginning, like in the really intense phases of pandemic, mm -hmm. and and now that mo at least where I live, uh, you know, no one masks, and like I think maybe point zero one percent mask still. I, st oh, I still here, haven't got. It's yeah. been over here for like to the major vast majority of the population. Yeah. Pandemic's been over for six months. Yeah, so least. we, so I still haven't. And for gone some of them, it back. never began. But let's not talk but, about them. <laughs> but my hair, yeah, my hair is just like it's just whatever color comes out of my head, and then whatever length it, it grows to. But I, I, I think, well, I want to do something else. I want to, I want to texture it. So then I did the thing where I called my hair salon, and I, I just said, "Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Do you have any open chairs?" That's just not how it works. <laughs> and it's just not how they're like yeah we're yeah. booked up for a month and i'm like oh yeah oh yeah that's yeah. where i used to go where it's booked up for a month i wish i could go and just sit down and and just say cut my hair to anybody but i have had some horrifying haircuts so Me it's too. scary that's why when i find somebody uh like andrea who cuts my hair and is booked out uh three to four weeks in advance like i i just make sure when i'm done with one haircut i book the next one you know for four yeah. weeks out yep <clears throat> because it means know. a lot to me to have somebody who knows what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, so. In the chat, Slab says, my hair gets buzzed. I pay 18 bucks, 23 with a tip for <laughs> someone to spend four minutes cutting my hair. I am in the wrong business. Yeah, they do make really good dollars. Mm -hmm. um, but they yep. also are on their feet all day, leaning over all day, holding their arms up in the air all day. In some and of the conversations to they have to, to put up with. All like, day. I've heard, so I've I don't heard know that some I would of the conversations it. that they have to put up with. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a job that I would not do well at. So so yeah. Um, I'm <clears> loving. <throat> Hi, Sohila. I love you. It's good to see you. Um, Danae, you can dye your hair cinema sins red. Well, in the hmm. intro to this very show, the picture that's up on the screen is when I used to dye my hair red, and it was a lot of fun. But it, I it was had more a lot of a hair more red. spending money yeah. <laughs> at that time. Um, it's expensive. It's not like a cinema sins red. No, it's like like quite. a hair, like red hair, red. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Anyway, 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 it's good to see your hair growing. I think Pike's Peak is the answer. If you don't know what that is, just look it up on the internet um, and, and maybe do hashtag Star Trek. We're getting there. There's I, a character uh, played by Chris, Christopher Pike? Or is it just Chris Pike? I, th- I think uh, Pike, Pike is, the, Christopher, is the character's name, wait, wait. right? Yeah, Pike is the character's name. What's the yeah. Pike? What's the actor's name? I'll Anson Mount? Yes, Anson Mount. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Handsome Anson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy, he has like this epic, just straight up from the forehead, straight up into the sky peak of hair, and it's beautiful. And I think that's what she's going to be going for, honestly. It's possible. I just know that this morning I used a hairdryer and a little bit of product, and it's just not something that I usually do. Uh, but if I just use product without the hairdryer, it looks really like greaser, you know, like flat and slicked back because the hairdryer gives it the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I use hairdryer without uh, product, it looks it just, it just amazing. Everything, everything is everywhere. So how many people want to see Aaron's hair YouTube channel? I am raising my hand. Oh, audio listeners. Nice. nice. Here's nice. a story from chat from Lolly. I once went to get a haircut and the hairdresser kid was having a, a cut and then the next chair. And he fell asleep. So they had one stylist holding his head up while the other one cut it. It's amazing. It so cute. I've been talking. So Iris has never had her hair cut. So she's yeah. now five and a half years old. She's never had her hair cut. Actually, I, I, I do have. Has uh, she first, talked about it? Has she talked I, at all about doing not that? Not yet. But I do have this. And I'm going to show it. It's it's a tiny little strand of hair in, in this little band. Mm-hmm. This is when she accidentally cut her own hair one day. And I was her like, first quote, haircut. Unquote, accidentally or total accident. She was playing around with some scissors and she was looking down and she was just snipping something and her hair just fell in front it of her face. And was she an just, accident. She, okay. yeah. So I walk into my office and there's just um, little bits of paper all over the floor where she'd just been cutting happily, like with some safe scissors uh, on a piece of paper. Totally fine. Um, and then interspersed in between are just these tiny little blonde curls that are just like cut as well (laughs) so i i kept i kept a couple of little curls but she has um she has uh talked about it a little bit like mostly like i'll say i'm gonna go get my hair cut do you want to get your hair cut with me and she'll say no and Mm -hmm. on and then i'll talk about how hair grows back so i figure she'll go with me see me get my hair cut and maybe she'll want to cut her hair i've brought it up a little bit but it's just you know, <clears throat> it's her I'm hair. not. I'm not worried about it. That's what that's what we, we've always done with our kids. It's your hair, do. And that was kind of when I grew up too. Is one thing my parents were like, "Hey, show your you know individualism with your hair. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's just hair. Exactly. So yep, yep, yep. Oh, Aaron, I, yeah. I'm so excited to do the show with you again. Yeah. I I have missed chatting with you. I have missed it as well. <sighs> Can There's I share a lot that's going on? so much like yeah. where do we even start do i start with the fact that i finally got rid of my pixel pro that i hated so much and i that's went back recent. to a phone that i really enjoy that's yeah. a, that's a brand new thing do do i talk about how my car is in the shop and now i'm driving my jeep and people think i'm a jeep girl again and technically <laughs> i am a jeep girl because i have a jeep but i'm not that kind of jeep girl that knows what to do with the jeep do i talk about how that jeep hasn't been drivable over 60 miles per hour on the highway for the last eight years because it gets the death wobbles but mm-hmm. then i realized that the axle lock was off and so i locked the axles and now it's fine again so it's like having a brand new car again like what i have so many things to talk to you about wait wait i want okay <clears throat> the axe the there's an axle lock is this yeah. a button you push yeah like- <laughs> yeah here's the fun story behind that too that was something that i recommended everyone try before we were like death wobble confirmed car is broken and everyone was like no it's fine 
and then just one i'm like you know what i'm pressing this button and i did and there was just like a little shrink and then the, just it feels like i'm driving a dream car again it's amazing that is amazing eight years and i'm not exaggerating it has been yeah. so long and even when i have friends come in town you know i would usually give the jeep to them as like a little extra vehicle because they need something to drive and save them some money and it's fine and i'm like don't go over 50 miles an hour don't get on a highway take the back roads and they're like okay is it a jeep thing no it's not a jeep thing it's not a cool like take the back roads because you're driving that kind of off-roading vehicle <clears throat> experience <throat> it's just don't do it and then i push the button it's totally fine i'm the happiest girl <laughs> that's amazing no that's a great feeling uh i mean you what you have to very quickly flush the feeling of eight years it could have been better <laughs> like i have to flush once that you're past feeling that, once you're past that blue skies it's just beautiful it's all roses after it's, that it's a very so. frustrating thing yeah um, yeah we could talk yeah. about that stuff we could talk about the the uh, derpy perpy uh that's living at my house right now uh <laughs> do you have pictures of the dirt perp i could probably access them if you want to vamp for a little bit but uh yeah well this, i mean sure this i can this dog, if you want I, I will pull up the the one picture because I think it's it's an important uh, aspect of what we're talking about here. But uh, as you know, as if you listen to the show, we're doing Rover where we watch other people's puppies. And it's one of the most wonderful things we've ever decided to do. We love it so much. And we have a puppy staying with us for the first time this week who's a derpy perpy, which just means is the derpiest little dog I have ever watched. Uh, has a constant derp tongue. So always has the tongue out of the mouth, always. And when, when this dog sleeps, this dog sleeps with derp tongue and eyes open. And I swear and it you just think- puts, It I, just puts its head forward and rests almost like its nose down on, on, the, so, on the couch. Cause you sent a photo and this, I hope it's the one that you're bringing up now because I find it to be one of the best dog pictures I've ever seen personally. And it's this just like, it's like a Pomeranian, I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so it's just a big floofy dirt perp with a tongue out. And it looks like it's just, well, given up on living. It also <laughs> always has it always has to wear a belly band because it just it just pees. It just like, <laughs> so it's, it's like OK, I didn't know belly bands were a thing until I believe you started using the Rover mm -hmm. stuff. And then yeah. my parents, they uh, they got a dog that they were um I think they were going to foster, but they ended up adopting a dog and, and it came with a belly band. And I was like, what is that? What an amazing thing to do. Just wrap that dog in like a little, look at this puppy, guys. <laughs> look at this dog. This is a sleeping dog. That is that is a dead dog. <laughs> that is not look a at sleeping that face. dog. I mean, uh, how podcast, amazing podcast listeners, is that? It is worth it just to find find the YouTube or Twitch stream of uh, this and, just, and check out this photo. Or just imagine a dog that has fallen asleep on its face with its eyes open <laughs> and its tongue out. Just just imagine that. <laughs> I think I got a better angle. Oh yeah, this is a, this is a better angle of the face um, that I can uh, share as well. But man, I'm I'm just telling you, it's. It's so fun just having a new dog to experience and then also getting, you know, being able to uh, get rid of the dog when it's time. So, by that. the way, I accidentally brushed up against that derp tongue. It is so dry. <laughs> it is so, like, it is, I don't understand how this is comfortable. <laughs> you know, so does it have teeth? It looks like an old dog. 
It is an old dog. A 10. Okay. So, I th- it doesn't I think have, he's 10. so it doesn't have teeth. And that's Correct. why his little tongue slips out. Correct. So the, Correct. the poor dog has, like, you can even see the little drying, crackling bits of his tongue. That's mm-hmm. just sadness. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're doing the, the thing because I get to see so many dogs now that you guys are doing this mm-hmm. Rover thing. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we could talk about the LA Symphony, which was amazing. We could talk about the yeah. award show that I went. Like, there's so many things that have happened. We, yeah, can we, we talk, talk about, about that moment or... whenever you're like, hey, here's one of the most impressive people that I've met this time around. And you took a picture with Weird Al after mm-hmm. you were speaking with James Cameron just moments before. <laughs> <laughs> insane i love i love your stories so of, of you, yeah the, at the awards this year i this year specifically i have finally kind of gotten to the place where i'm like you know what if a picture with a celebrity doesn't happen organically i just i don't want to keep treating celebrities like like collections like an object that i can collect they're human beings it's got to be exhausting to them to feel like Everybody just wants a piece of them because they're famous. And so, yeah, yeah no you know relationship, how, like, but you want this picture with me, you know, kind you, of thing. You know how you feel when you're like one parent to four children? Mm-hmm. Like you're one person that needs to do something for four children and a wife and yourself. And it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a celebrity where you're one person to billions of people that want well, your attention. It's it, just insane. It's also not a person to billions of people. It's an object to billions of yeah. people. These people I don't know that. you as a person. And you want to know what put me over the edge was the Selena Gomez documentary. If you haven't seen the Selena Gomez documentary, um, I forget which streamer it's on. I believe Hulu, but you'll just look it up. The Selena Gomez documentary she really goes into how it feels at interviews, at award shows, at different things, when she can tell whoever's interviewing her is not even seeing her as a person. They're yeah. seeing her as content, as, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it just, it, it put me over the edge. And I was just kind of like, you know what? Um, I think I'm done doing this. I, I don't, I have no judgment to anybody who wants to get pictures. I totally understand the in- instinct. I've done it for 10 years, guys. Like, I understand the instinct to be like, proof that i was next to this person you know but it's like but it's like if you i mean i can tell the stories and you know just because i don't have a picture doesn't make the story any less meaningful to me now it may be a little less proof to someone else but yeah like the picture didn't happen kind of a vibe so i'm at the awards i'm having great conversations with so many people i love and respect uh talked to james cameron just for a little bit he was obviously overwhelmed but just wanted to tell him how much i, I loved his movies he was obviously overwhelmed and checking his bank account as his <laughs> as this movie crosses the two, two billion dollar mark <laughs> there are six movies in the history of movies that have made two billion dollars or more half of them are his that's insane. <laughs> that man is insane. Uh, so, yeah. So talking to all these people I love and respect. And then there was one person I was just like, I had a conversation and I just was like, I told I told him, I said, there's only one person in this room that I'm going to ask a selfie for. And I hope you'll forgive me. But I would really like a selfie with you, Weird Al. And he was like, of course. And he was, you know, he was so kind. Con- they're all, they're usually... At award shows, especially, they're all so very open and kind yeah. and those kind of things. But, um, but yeah. So I I took a uh, took a selfie with Weird Al just before the Daniels, who directed Everything Everywhere All at Once, came up to talk to him. So that's the kind of uh, room that that was. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, here's just an interesting thing too. Like Link asks in the chat, do you guys do pictures with fans? Like, and it's strange too because we 
So I joined the public figure ring, and there are many, 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 many rings, and right. I am we're, definitely not on the inner on, ring. Correct. I am not on the James. Very, very outer ring. It's very different. I am not on the weird owl ring. I'm correct. not on the James. I'm on like the. Like <laughs> ten years later, we get to the ripple that reaches the very end of the uh -huh. largest body of water correct. possible. That's where ring. we are. Yeah. That's yeah. where we are. But technically, people uh, in radio, that was kind of my first experience of going to an event and having someone come up to me and say something like, you know, can I have a picture with you and, and talk about that they like me? Uh, and I don't know who they are at all. That was my right. first experience. Kind of Their with idea of you through the content you've produced. Yes. Yes, because I was in radio. And mm -hmm. of course I do pictures. Absolutely. Um, especially because I know how strange it can be to approach someone. So it's like, well, mm -hmm. yeah, if you have the... If you if you put the effort into coming up and potentially having a really awkward conversation, like of course, of course, like and it's not a big deal for me. I'm very social. Now, if it was on the level of like Weird Al, I don't know how I would feel about stuff. But for my tiny little uh, contribution to any fan base, yes, I would do pictures, and Same I way. wouldn't even it hesitate. And I think that's easy for us to say because of where we are on that spectrum. Like when I in radio. Uh, working for CinemaSins and the stuff that we've done, um, my movie reviews on the local news channel, uh, which even within the last month, even though I haven't done one in like four months on the news, like somebody recognized my me from there. Um, That's fun. So when that happens, I'm great with it. I mean, first of all, let's be honest on a human level. It's a bit of an ego boost, which you have to keep in check and you kind of have to figure out what that means to you. Um, but on a, uh, personal level, I think there's a, a yeah, kind of like, <laughs> a, a reverse kind of thing where you, you also have to treat anybody who comes up to you, who knows you from your stuff as a human being and not just as a fan, quote unquote. And so, um, that's the attempt at least, but like, yeah, it doesn't happen like all the time. For how, I like how you're like, keep your ego in check. Like that's your, your own journey. And I just imagine yeah. someone be like, Hey, can I take a picture? You're like, Yes. And, and then you turn around and you take out your bag and you're like, and let's print it on my HP printer. Here's my Sharpie. I'll sign it for you. <laughs> like just no, I think, taking it I think to that arrogance next level. and ego are two different. Like, yeah, I think, I think there is, when I talk about ego, I talk about that thing inside of us that uh, longs to be seen, right? That longs to be noticed and admired and uh, elevated. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a very interesting thing that, uh, a lot of us have some of us more than others. Um, and, uh, I think it's, it's well worth wrestling with. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, absolutely. I love taking pictures. Um, conversations are hard for me sometimes, but, uh, but I think I do a good job. Um, you do a great job, Aaron. You only have to be kicked under the table once, <laughs> possibly twice. That's fine, though. It happens. Um, I just want the chat to know, because we're going to obviously continue to do the show and kind of progress, but we are pinning <clears throat> some of your comments to come back to at the end for just like general conversation and new mm -hmm. questions and stuff like that. Sure. So sure. Um, I just want to let you guys know that. Um, uh, that's a lot, well, man. I'm glad you go do that stuff. I it's been It's been interesting for me. Like, I know we're doing a lot of catch up today because we haven't got a chance to, to chat for a mm -hmm. while. But yeah. like some other things I'd want to tell you about is I spent nine hours cleaning my office which was mm. really great it had become it had become the room again that that like i had spent 13 years creating like the the systems of just putting something down and not dealing with it you know that's mm. sort of like my 
my way is dump and go because what's in my mind to get to is the more important thing than dealing with the clutter that I'm creating as I go. Yeah. I'm like I'm like pig pen from peanuts, you know, just like everything is everywhere. Uh, and then when I hired my um, organizer slash angel slash life altering person to help me for a couple of years, I actually didn't keep her in my budget when my budget changed. And so I've really missed her accountability, honestly. And so there have been some things that have been getting more and more and more out of control. And six months, I think, of just collected, I'll deal with this later, yeah. and then pile moving. And so I know what the piles are, and I remember making them, and I remember that within the pile, the pile that is within that pile, and the the process of why I have it in that order. So it's all like in here, but it's the activity of actually putting things away, going through that. I started the process. I have another nine hours easy of the minutia. Mm -hmm. Where does this paper go? It goes here. Where does this pay? Like that kind of stuff. I still have to do that level of detail work. Yeah. But I got everything put where it's going to be hyper-organized next. And it took me so long. And I was so proud of myself because nobody helped me. And usually I kind of like flail. But I took a weekend, I think it was two weekends ago. And I just... I, I, this is super important because every time I walked into this room, I started to get like have a physical reaction. It went from just mental blocks to just like, I feel sick. And mm -hmm. that was a really interesting thing to kind of go, oh, I, I've hit a point. I don't want to go past this and kind of just it feels weird because I didn't want to take the time to address it because I felt like it was putting other people out because they had to take over other responsibilities in the house so that I could address a mess, but it's still really important work. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was cr it was a really cool thing. And I was really proud to share that with you guys because you know my clutter journey. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I've been inspired to just like make sure that I'm staying on top of it because I'm getting a, a quite a bit overwhelmed. Iris has got a collection of stuff. I don't even know how to address that. Like I'm like, I, I, I'm going to have to have, I'm going to have to have her come back to the house. It's Teresa time. I need this woman back in my life. Oh, I can help. Just Ooh. find me a trash can. No, I know how you do things. No. No. It worked for my kids. They went out of town for a week. I stayed home. And when they came back, three quarters of their toys were thrown away. Um, and they nary set a peep. They had no clue. Um, yeah. So. I did a similar thing, Aaron. So I when it was the holidays and we were having um, family over and children over, I went into my child's room and I took away six laundry baskets of just stuffed animals and I put them downstairs and she has not noticed it mm -hmm. since before Christmas. Yep. And I'm like, well, crap, what do I do now? Because I, there are some <laughs> that I want to keep because they're like, like, I love that. And it reminds me of her. So then I'm I'm dealing with my own thing. Mm -hmm. So right now it's just sitting literally it's, below this room, and I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. I th it, it's genuinely not that anybody needs my permission, but it's genuinely okay to imbue physical objects with emotion because of stories and what they mean to us, right? I but think maybe the, just one. Correct. <laughs> maybe just I think, one thing. <laughs> I think the balance is figuring out that not every object gets that you can't put yeah. a story or an emotion into every object or 
no object ever can, um, you know, leave. And that becomes a little bit of problematic. It is problematic. And it's, I don't mean to talk about it like in the first of the year because it's a super normal conversation to have at the first of the year when you have goals mm -hmm. and you're thinking of like, I'm going to be decluttering and I'm getting so many decluttering, you know, advertisements now for just different methods and mm -hmm. things like this. It is a lifestyle situation. And simultaneously, my grandmother it has a, a house she's lived in for 50 years and she's starting to move her items into her children's space and her grandchildren's space is like passing on heirloom pieces and things. It's like, oh my gosh. So then my mother is purging and like everyone's purging. And so when the purge happens and you're in a family that is a collector hoarder family, then you pass the purge from person to person. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay, okay, it's, it's go time. Mom doesn't want her piano. I don't have any room for a piano. I don't even play the piano. I haven't sat at a piano since I was five, it's eight years old. What do I do? Do I take the, I'm taking the piano, right? I gotta take the piano. Oh God, I just want the bench because it has these cool little glass little feet thingies, but I don't even know what I'm gonna do with for every single piece in a uh -huh. house uh -huh. it's a lot of work we should do like a clutter like a clutter kind of company hangout situation so we can all just like deal with our stuff it's a lot it is it's a lot it is a lot it is it is why i am thankful that my tendency is throw things away <laughs> my tendency is not to imbue any object with any kind of emotion uh, they're powerful. just objects so. Oh, you're right. It is. It's just objects. And I'm really proud of myself and my family. Like we're all just dealing with some stuff, you know, like we're mm -hmm. all kind of like, where does this come from? And it's interesting to think about where it does come from. Like for my family, there's generations where you did keep the heirloom furniture because it was the only furniture that you had. Well, Whereas and before, now it's like you can go photos, to Ikea. Before photos in those kind of things they were these visible tangible ways to remember things it wasn't just that it was nice to remember things it was the only way to remember something um so yeah i think i think photography videos those kind of things have have really changed that kind of stuff and one of the things uh i remember being suggested early on when you're decluttering if if you have a lot of stuff that's meaningful do a video diary, you know, mm. and, and really uh, go over that stuff and talk about why it's meaningful to you. And then you still have that to go back to if you want to remember those things, um, even after they break or get thrown away or lost or or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a so. it's a process and every family is different. I will point out that Aaron's father is in the chat mm -hmm. and his comment is clutter. What's that? <laughs> and to you, I say, sir, you are a special unicorn breed of a man. They have so few belongings and just travel full time. And that's mm -hmm. like incredible to me. I actually, because I've traveled more in the last year than I ever have my entire life, I come back home and I'm like, yeah, I could leave all this stuff. I, I, I feel it differently. <laughs> I feel it differently now, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, there's Maybe something about age, embracing the nomadic idea of, you know, only you only need what's on your back, you know, kind of thing. Um, I think that can be helpful. It can be helpful in a world where, you know, we tend to hunker down. Guys, we're doing a show. Lucas, our new producer, reminds us he just tapped the time clock and said, guys, <laughs> let's shoe a dough here. Uh <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, we're 35 minutes in. Uh, my topic holds a week. 
if we want to hold topics for a week, does your topic hold a week? Like, oh, should, yeah, for should sure. we just have a conversation and then just do some yeah. uh, some questions for the end? Because it's been so long. Well, I do want to say, um, I do want to say too, because there's there's chat in about like phones holding uh, hoarding things too. Mm -hmm. So I'm also sure. on top of the house stuff and all the stuff that's kind of going on that I'm I'm dealing with. Besides all of that, I also have this new phone, and so. I'm now having to take my old phone and then just like double check that everything is on the new phone. And of mm -hmm. course they do like the simple, like the simple, like click this button and transfer everything over. And that works for like 90% of what you need to do, but you're still logging back into things. So then there's the clutter of all the passwords. Then there's all the pictures. Then there's going back to the pictures. I also have a whole bunch of recordings and I'm just collecting all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I it's it's wild to me the amount of time that you need to invest to stay up with all the things that you can create. And as a creative person who also creates a lot of things, it's like I'm an extra, extra, extra collector. So it's going to be interesting. I really want to be intentional. Um, I stopped my I, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but I, I started my journey of like addressing this part of me a decade ago when I realized I had a problem with clutter and collections and all this stuff by by trying to not collect anymore and and try to really be careful like i have already have this i don't need another one why do i need this mm -hmm. and that helped a lot but there's still a long way to i am in almost <clears throat> constant awareness of how i organize my movie collection too like there's uh mm. we each have something that we like to to collect and when i say movie collection i don't just mean physical media that's that's fairly easy for me to kind of sort and put on the shelf or whatever. I mean, my digital media collection um, and the idea of the software that I use to play it, which is Plex and how it's sorted on the, you know, the hard drive and all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom just went through a project of complete organization of all of our uh, home videos uh, that were Amazing. on all the all the way back to when they were shooting us on uh, what was it called like eight millimeter film. Like back those early cameras, you know, my parents actually had a, I believe it was a film camera uh, that it didn't use magnetic tape. And so putting all that stuff on, um, you know, uh, digital. And so now I have this beautiful digital library of all of our home videos growing up and I'm trying mm -hmm. to collect the same for, for my kids. And I think that's, you know, that's that, good. It is. It's a, it's a really, there's something that I think we all get to an age where we start to be like, oh, now I'm a little bit more interested in what happened before me. Like what, mm. what was, what was my parents' life like growing up? What was their parents' life like growing up? We're so, I, I think in general, uh, self-centered for a large portion of the beginning of our life where we're just figuring out what our life is. You know, what does my life look like? Who am I? What are what are my surroundings? Those kind of things. And then we reach a point, I think, where it's like, oh, these human beings who have been so crucial to our lives, you know, what is what has been interesting to them through their life? What were those moments and what did they see? And I think technology has offered us the ability to do that in even even better ways mm. uh, because we can actually see these people who are important to us uh, early, early on. So Yeah, and on top of that, I think we realize that that's the kind of stuff that we want to spend our time on, not like going through the minutia of every single thing that you're trying to like keep track of. But right. Like I, we're a, I'm a catalog family. We like to catalog things. Like we like to create mm -hmm. entire libraries and uh, actual libraries of books and catalog them and and like 
know where things are and and there's rules and there's collections and there's everything has a purpose and everything has not even a purpose everything has an emotion everything has a story everything has something like i am i'm the keeper of all of these amazing stories and it's my responsibility to keep all the things that i have and and also when i pass them on to you share that story with you as to why this is a very important thing and like there's just this like there's this space it takes up in your brain and at some point you don't have time for it either because of a job or a relationship or a kid or whatever and so some things like change in their importance value and they start sliding mm -hmm. down the list but then like the next evolution is what is the top of the list and what do you want to spend your time on and then it really that list just starts to really just drop off mm -hmm. and it feels good uh it feels really good especially when you have a chance to be in in a active conversation with yourself about that process some people don't get this choice their mm -hmm. things are like lost in a flood or a fire and they have to yeah. have this like purge that they didn't that they didn't deserve this purge that was like it's it, it was the opportunity is taken mm -hmm. from them yeah and that and that's an awful feeling um to to go through or things are stolen but if you have the chance to actively kind of engage with what you want like with my grandmother having a house that has 50 years of memories that's a really beautiful thing but it's also a lot and so the kids have to deal with that and then i'm looking at my mother and father's house going who's going to deal with that when you guys are gone and it's going to be me and i'm like oh my god that's, that's a huge project so it's like i have to get my space ready for yeah. your space and it's just this like what do you want to pass on because i would rather have the stories i would rather have the photo albums and learn about where we came from but we focus so much on the stuff mm -hmm. so it's going to take me a long time it's going to be a journey because i'm i'm wired this you know like i'm Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a natural instinct uh, for me. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Well, and I, I go there too. I, I uh, one thing that I'm dealing with right now is uh, uh, one thing. Another thing my mom did is she took all my old uh, t-shirts and shirts uh, from you know the first 25 years of my life or whatever, and made four quilts uh, from the shirts. So like every square of this quilt has a story about what this shirt meant to me and when I wore it and you know what you know time of my life that was and the idea was that because I have four children each of them would get one of these quilts and they could you know have them or whatever and just as I'm thinking about it like and have given it to them as you know they've moved on or whatever I'm just like they they don't care about that right now yeah. maybe they, maybe they never will I don't know um but you know maybe there's a day 20 years from now fingers crossed still here that uh that they'll they'll pull out the quilt and go tell me about these t-shirts and i'll be able to tell stories with my kids or whatever i don't know like it's um i know it was really meaningful to me uh mm -hmm. i was very grateful that that my mom did it and uh it's it's been really cool to have those because you do you open one of those up and you're just like oh i remember the basketball team i was on when i wore this yeah. jersey you know like uh, so it's, it's a, I think that's a fun, practical way to, you know, kind of keep some stuff that's meaningful. So, yeah, yeah. there's ways to, to decide what's 
valuable mm -hmm. to you and you learn that stuff from like i think your your environment your parents the people who care for you or whatever and some of it's just instinctive for yourself too mm -hmm. but like you you know you have a minimalistic mentality your parents are minimalistic i have a maximalistic me mentality <laughs> my parents are maximal like there's so sure. many times when i have been ready to purge and if they come over they're like well, you could reuse this for this and you could reuse that for that. And I think that there's a shift happening because my parents are talking differently about their things and I'm talking differently about my things. So I'm really curious what this next kind of phase is going to look like. Um, yeah. And I'm, and I'm difficult too. And I know like, I know Jen and, and I like when, when we want to purchase things, I, I, I am such a minimalist that I get over, um, I guess what's the word over adamant about not purchasing things I think we don't need. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, yeah. why do we need stuff in our house, right? And there are times where I just need to be the one that it's it's okay for a season to have something. Just because you know, like if if it serves a purpose, purpose, if it means something, um, that that's okay. So I know I have some growing to do towards the other side where it's like not everything has to be this battle of you know, do we really need this? You know, don't buy it. Do we really need this? Throw it away. Not everything has to be like that. There is a balance to have. And There's I need to find my there. way there. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like, it just, you have to spend time on it. You have to spend time on it. There's, so Shaggy asks in the chat, do you collect uh, movie stubs? Nope. And what's interesting is I, I do, I have movie stubs from the first movies that I watched when I was a teenager mm -hmm. and they're, they're in my little collection boxes, which are hidden back over here. And yet as time has gone on, I'm like, ah, do I still do this? Like, how long do I do this? Cause once I start something, I don't know when to stop. And I also would keep things like my plane tickets, just, you know, almost like I need to be reminded that I went here. I want to remember this. And it's like important to me. And I just got back from like one of the most incredible trips because I've never, I actually went to Europe. I never thought that I would have the time or the, the resources to go on a trip like that, but I made it work. And I just threw the plane tickets away as I was cleaning up because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have to be that person. I have right. pictures and I know I went to Europe. So it's really weird because I feel like, but when do I, do I, can I go purge those old movie tickets? Do I just take a picture of them like everybody else does? Maybe, maybe that's the answer. Just take a quick picture and then never look at the pictures again. Because guess what? That's a 700 day experience is going through your photos and purging your photos. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Um, but it's a good question. And then this question came up next. Do you still collect soda cans? No. No, uh, in fact, I don't even know that that collection exists anywhere. I think it all got thrown away. Um, but uh, unless it's hiding in our storage, which I don't think much is hiding in our oh, storage no. again because I, I throw stuff away. So, um, but yeah, no, that was that was fun for while it lasted. It was nice, fun to display them at home when I was growing up. And then at just some point, I was like, "What is this? Like, what? Like, what is the purpose of this? Is there any kind of emotional joy or meaning to it?" And the answer was, uh, "No." And, uh, and I think all that stuff got thrown away. Yeah, we get, we get to decide what we're sentimental about um, mm -hmm. to kind of continue with my thoughts about the stub thing, too. So when Teresa was coming to my house, she's like, our next phase, like where we're going is getting into these things and creating a picture box that we can put up on the wall to show people these things that you find valuable to mm -hmm. display them in your home rather right. than hide them away. And I really would like to get to that place if 
that's the kind of things I want to display on the wall because then that goes into my next thing, which we're not going to talk about, guys. We don't need to go too deep into Danae's psyche today, but which is where do I put things on the wall? <laughs> um, I uh, I liked this comment from Josh Zero. Of course, whenever Miss Zero and I purge, we leave everyone else out of it, mostly so as not to hurt anyone's feelings. What a wild thing, but you're right. There is such an emotional tension amongst the family right now regarding grandmother's things, right? Because everyone has their own emotions tied to very interesting things. Yep. And everyone has their own version of what is best for those items or best for the home or best for each other. And so it causes conversation and conflict and hopefully resolution and solution and then action, you know, like there's, but there's gotta be a driving force to make decisions and it is so emotional. So I think it's wise to keep people out of it. And when they come over and they're like, Hey, what'd you do with that? Blah, blah, blah. You can be like, Oh, you know what? The craziest story. I threw it away. <laughs> and before I threw it away, I broke it into two pieces because I hate it so much. I had mold on it. Because <laughs> people do get so emotional. Well, in um, different in different people are built can, differently. Can. Yeah. Like Castro so, says, I'm actually not very sentimental when it comes to that sort of thing. When I hoard stuff, it's purely because I think I can repurpose it. That's amazing. But for some people, a gift that they have given you, Ooh. if you get rid of it, you are getting it's rid like of them. It's an insult. It yeah. is. Yes. Gift people. People who are gift people. It is it is very difficult for them to feel like a gift that they gave wasn't important because that means they're not important and that, that Man, they Man, you're not wrong about that. So, yeah. So I'm having that I'm having that issue right now with uh Iris. It's a great issue to have, let's be clear. She loves to draw me pictures. She mm -hmm. draws about 50 pictures a day. Do the math. I have so much iris art and i'm like i don't know what to do with all this really cool art like it's so cool and it's like i want her to know that it's important to me mm -hmm. and it's important to her but i also don't know where i'm gonna put it all or what am i gonna do so i have ideas but then i'm just an idea person and not an action person that's another that's another part yeah. of my psyche we're not going into today <laughs> uh i see about six square inches over your head for hanging things danae says slab you're not wrong slab i i did create some space and I'm experimenting with how long it's going to be there until I can't handle it anymore because I want there to be something kind of in those spaces to display things. But I'm yeah. I, it, there's like this maximalist in me that wants to show fun things and see my items. And like there's stuff in here that I've had since I was two years old. And I know that not everybody has a chance to carry those things with them. And I like I like them. I just need to stop. I I don't want to. I don't want to have them for if they're if it's making me feel suffocated. These things don't make me feel suffocated. It's the it's the processes of purging things I don't need anymore. Lolly says before Lolly's heading out. Says before I go, Danae, tell Iris that Uncle Aaron threw the art away because he hates clutter. Just blame okay, it that's on. That's good. <laughs> blame it on Aaron. That's good. That's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Lolly, have a good day. Thanks for coming uh, and and being here. And again, thanks to all of the people who join us live podcasters we really appreciate you too again you're welcome to join us you can join us on facebook twitter uh are we on yeah youtube and twitch so there's lots of places that you can try to catch our show so wherever you uh can find us join us the chats are always really really sweet and kind and i love seeing everybody's names it's Although like uh, Iris, hanging out with old friends 
Iris knows that I, I like her gifts because I have a gift of hers in the background of this very shot. Uh, there's a, a toy that she gave me one day where she was just like, um, I'm going to give this to you as a gift. And so it's, it's sitting back there by joy. I have the same set gift up here too. It's the Dingle Tiger uh, mm -hmm. that goes along with your miscellanea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun process, um, and I'm glad to talk about it with you guys. Uh, let's get back to some of the start comments. There's actually a you question. You want to shift over to some you yeah, questions? Yeah, let's do some and you questions, shall we? Uh, we'll let's get talk to the about you the things you want to know. Here. This one's from Lucas earlier. Um, it's too late to wish a happy New Year. Is it? I don't think so. No, especially we haven't seen each other. Yeah, we haven't seen each other since the beginning of the year. So happy New Year! Yeah, it's still January, so it's still. In fact, my I mean, topic when we get to it uh, next week will still be kind of about New Year kind of stuff. So yeah. When is it too old to say Happy New Year? Like when is it? It's also I think once you new... get into February, you, you'll kind of get a look. Maybe like if you're like, "Hey, Happy New Year," but if you haven't seen somebody you love and care about till March, and you say, "Hey, Happy New Year," I think they're going to get it. Like. And I think but we just actually crossed over the Chinese New Year too. Lunar New Year yesterday. Was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it's now the year of the rabbit. Yes, I you got it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I don't think it's too late. Happy New Year to you guys, and by happy I mean actually literally the word happy. Like mm. I hope you guys are happy. Yes. <laughs> uh, so far since New Year, says Ollie earlier, um, uh, my car has had the clutch replaced, the headlight bulb replaced and then blew the fuse for rear lights. 2023 has not been kind to my car. I feel that, but mostly with electronics. Mm -hmm. I dropped my laptop a couple of days ago and my screen broke, so. And that was right after a piece of equipment that I purchased wasn't delivered by UPS, and now I'm having to find out if they're gonna just send me a replacement or they're gonna pay me back for it. Like that's just been, it's been a bit of a wonky start, honestly, and an expensive one as well. Mm -hmm. My uh, bills came in for my health issues. So now I know how much I'm going to have to pay over the insurance. That's expensive. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pricey start to the new year. Yeah, I've had a little bit of the health stuff, too. My uh, my cardiologist, uh, who I've gone to since my episode in, in what, 2018, I think. I can't even remember. Yeah. It's, been, it's yep. been like five years, four or five years. Um, they, uh, apparently got into a little bit of a tiff with my insurance provider. And so they are no longer in network. So last time I went in, I realized they've been charging me for everything for the <gasps> last while without telling me. Uh, and, uh, and so I went in last time and they were finally like, oh, by the way, we, you know, your insurance doesn't cover anything, uh, with us anymore. And I was like, okay, by the way, goodbye. <laughs> and I will go find a different cardiologist. So, uh, so I've been <laughs> reconciling. What tell you? I, I don't, apparently this week, apparently last week is when they decided to tell me, um, to be fair, I should have noticed. I should have noticed. Uh, How? are they but, sending you mail? Um, yes, but I had just gotten it the week before and I hadn't uh, opened it. Usually I, I usually pay when I go. Uh, and so I wasn't worried about it and I only go every six months. So it's, yeah, it's anyhow. So oh, I'm dealing with all that as well. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I mean, can, let's talk about another frustration. I'll just, I'll share this one with you quickly, Aaron. Here's, mm -hmm. here's a short story of frustrations of the new year. While you guys get your, 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 you questions in my grandmother is 92 years old and she's most comfortable like when she is in a recliner 
And mm. so a family member said, let's get her a very comfortable recliner that stands up like when she goes to, to leave it. The one she has now is like the old kind where you have to like really get your arm into it to pull the little foot lever out and then push it back in. And she's mm. just not really able to function in it as much as she should be able to function in it. Right. So they go to the store and my mom and my my mom goes to purchase a, a, a nice one, $2,000 recliner. Okay. I tell my mother, do not go to Ashley Furniture. And I'm going to shame this company to filth publicly. For Morning as DNA, long... sponsored by Ashley Furniture. <laughs> Actually, hey, we have a banner for that. Let me just go ahead. This is a not ad alert. This is a not ad alert. <laughs> um, they, ha they have, they're all salesmen, you know, and, and again, this is a very personal thing. But anyways, my mom and dad, they purchase this this thing. My grand, they get it. They're told that they had like a, a time to return it. Um, they call back to return it because it's not it's not going to work. They they don't. My grandmother's not even using the chair. It's in the corner with a blanket over it. They don't like it. The salesman lies to my parents and says they can't return it for X amount of days, so that they would get their commission. So my mom and dad call after X amount of days and they're told, well, it's expired because you waited this long. So they were lied to. All of this was, I think, thankfully put in their notes of their account. I'm not entirely sure. So now they, they're they like, well, we need to be able to return it. They explain the situation. They're like, yeah, we know. They actually admit to my parents that they lied to them on like on the phone. They're like, yeah, you were lied to. So they're like, well, how are we going to solve this? They're like, well, because she took a nap in the chair once the warranty is now voided. <laughs> so they will not give their money back. Then they go to the store to talk to a manager that can the, the best manager that they can't get a hold of until on a specific day. So they go on the specific day, but their phone systems are down so they can't actually call corporate to find out. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, mom and dad, you are being like just straight taken over the coals over this thing. This new year is trying to just like make our bank accounts painful. And we need to be very diligent, friends. Don't ever shop at Ashley Furniture is one of the best things you can do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's, I mean, let's just try to avoid nasty places uh, mm -hmm. and, and spread the word, you know, about the nastiness of that place. <sighs> but we just have to be so careful with our dollars. It's like, like, like it's just scary how yeah. a couple thousand dollars can just break you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Thank you for listening to my rant about Ashley Furniture. <laughs> so mad. So yeah. mad for them. I'm so mad for them. I hate <laughs> it when when, you, when people like swindle you. And maybe mm -hmm. like the cars that they break. You you drop laptops. That's my bad. I I it was right. hanging off of the edge a little bit, ever so slightly, and my chair bumped it, and then it cracked my laptop. Those are things that we can't necessarily help. But ugh, yeah. Ugh, should we take another question? I'm so angry now. Yeah. No. Let's keep going. Let's go through as many okay, as okay, we okay. can. Top five favorite songs of 2022. Whoa. Uh, uh, I don't think oh I'm going to be gosh. able to give you five. I can tell you my favorite song that I that I started listening to in 2022. And I will also tell you all of my music experience now is through a, a game called Beat Star. That's where I find oh, all my yeah. new, new uh -huh. music from. And I found this song through that. Uh, Dagny Norval Sandvik is the artist, and the song is Love You Like That. Uh, it is my favorite song of 2022. Um, oh, yeah. You know they say you got the real thing when nothing else matters. I love you like that. That's the one. That's mm -hmm. the one. Uh, it, it, I love it's everything only, it's about that song. It's one sustained note, 
I love you like that. I but love you does... like that. I love you. I love you. I love you like that. Da, 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 da. It's the same exact note, except for there is some harmony going on in the yes. background that gives it a little bit of texture. It's a descending it's harmony, which is catchy. really catchy. And I love yep, what it's yep, saying. Yep. I love the lyrics. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really, really dig that song. Um Mm -hmm. I'm sure I could come up like if you gave me an hour, I'm sure I could come up with like four other songs that I really, really enjoyed uh, hearing uh, over the course of 2022. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the one that just immediately came to mind. Um, so it's interesting because this question might be like what songs just came out in 2022. And I don't listen to new releases as much anymore. Mm -hmm. But there are songs that I discovered in 2022 that were fun. And Newton Faulkner continues to be one of my favorite artists. Just, it, uh, but I think all the songs came out maybe like in the '90s or something. I just totally <laughs> missed the Faulkner boat. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and t I liked some of Taylor Swift's new music that she came out with as well. They're really mm -hmm. catchy. Uh, but I feel like most of the songs that I'm listening to are ones um that definitely came out not in 2022. But I love music, so if you guys are posting some some of your favorites. There was another real fun song, and I, I can never remember the artist uh, that I actually saw a music video of. It wasn't on BeatStar, but there was a music video, like a, a performance that that I really, really liked, and I'm not going to remember, so I shouldn't have even brought it up. But um, but I, there were those moments uh, in 2022 when a new music uh, hit me good. So, yeah. Let's just continue to talk about how 2022 has just been financially unstable. <laughs> Let's just all commiserate with each other. Josh Zero says, over our Christmas trip to Tennessee, my car's trunk malfunctioned. And I had to cut a hole through my back seat to get our luggage and Christmas dishes out. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <gasps> then when we got home, my pipes burst when I turned the water back on. See, I'm telling you, there's something about the start of the sea that's just like a hard gut punch. Let's just hope it's not like pummel after pummel after pummel. Let's hope it just like mm -hmm. one hit get the wind out and then we spend the rest of the year recovering and getting better. Holy crap. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Link asks, do you know of anything fun to do in Nashville in March by chance? <laughs> well, there's a lot of really coming fun, interesting us? things to do Mar in March. Yes. Link is coming. Link and wife, I believe. Nice. Um, there are a lot of fun things to do in Nashville, but uh, one of my favorite things are, I, I, I love food. Um, and so one of my favorite things to do is try new restaurants and so I highly recommend just jumping on uh, like Google Maps and just seeing the high reviewed coffee shops. Um, there's a couple of like Italian restaurants. The Penne Pasta is one of my favorites now. Uh, that place is yummy. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it was too super, super expensive either. They had the best bowl of pasta I have ever had. And I've been to some like expensive fine dining Italian mm -hmm. restaurants before and they were delicious then as well but this pasta was so so good and when you walk in you would you're like oh it's kind of like feels like takeout ish it feels like really re really relaxed but they hand they hand make their own pasta fresh so and just, my and just so favorite we're clear, spots is, just so we're, is like food places just so we're clear it's not penny pasta that's actually a thing it's penny pazza is the pazza. name of, yeah, oh, okay, is the, name okay, of the okay, restaurant okay. and it's actually p-a-z-z-a Pazza. So pause maybe, but I, maybe. I think they said penny it's pause. It's so good. I'm glad you but, clarified because that's a really yeah. good spot. Um, and then, of course, I like the artsy stuff too, like going into antiquing shops and because it's always interesting to see what cities 
like what ends up in the antique shops at different types of cities, you know? Um, but we just talked about hoarding. So maybe that's not a good idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. I like this one from Lucas. There's an episode of Seinfeld about wishing a happy new year. Of course there is. <laughs> of course there is. There always seems to be. Well, uh, I don't see any, uh, anything else necessarily mm -hmm. from you questions. So I guess we'll wrap it up for the day. Uh, guys, genuinely, we missed you. Um, you I know, missed you guys so much. It is, it is such <laughs> a fun part of our life to be able to do this. I will say, obviously, cannot guarantee the future. However, I'm not going anywhere until March. So, like, uh, like I'll be around. So, fingers crossed for health and for, health, you know. right? Like, let's just hope Danae doesn't keep getting kicked around health-wise. <laughs> yes. Uh. So, hopefully, we'll have several Mondays in a row here. We'll get to hang out and, uh, you know, personally... I, you know, I'm not giving up on the idea of a someday, uh, but we definitely have busy lives. So <laughs> it is it is difficult, but uh, we do love this so very much getting to hang out with you on Mondays um, and uh, and hope to uh, to be able to continue to do that more consistently here over the next few weeks. By the way, today, I don't know if you realize this, but it was a, I think it was about a year ago when we started this. Aww. So um so yeah, it was early in 2022 when we started Man. this format of, you know, what we're doing. So, well, I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you for being in the chat. Thank you for everyone watching on different platforms. I, I echo all of uh, Aaron's love to you all. We will see you guys hopefully, unless something goes incredibly haywire on next Monday, but you can also catch other things that we do throughout the week. Um, if you follow over uh, on my channel on Twitch, I also do some streaming of video games. If you follow us for our work streams on Twitch, then there's also sometimes video games and podcasts that we do. You can catch Aaron on Sift Pop uh, talking movies. So there's all kinds of ways to connect with us. And so if you're yep. feeling like you're missing us and you don't know how to find us, oh my gosh, just reach out. And we'll be like, <laughs> here we are, here we are. We love putting content out for you guys to enjoy. For... Um, those of you who are on my Twitch channel, we're going to be going to listen to some music today from Selecta720, who is one of my favorite DJs, um, just to put some music on in the background to your day. Of course, there's lots of things that you can find on Twitch. There's art streams. There's people who work uh, on interesting things. You can kind of co-work with people if you're working from home. There's music. There's all kinds of stuff. So we're going to go right into Selecta720 today, one of my favorite DJs. Um, and that's cool. all I have. All right. Uh, we love you guys. We'll catch you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. 
we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.